Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, our heroes heard the roar of the crowd, but their path led elsewhere. They defeated the Warden of the Tower and his wayward Lich, but they were soon trapped and betrayed by their nemesis, Halder Traven, who they knew as the legendary raider Redthorn. Will a watery death be the end of this treacherous tale? Find out now. That's a great uh, question. Are, are we? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, you tell us. Is it just out of habit that we've gathered together? <laughs> I mean, you invited uh, us, but uh, after last week, I don't know, people. Yeah, and you guys brought me donuts to sort of butter me up and, yeah. and see. Uh, yeah, I, I can. That's a, not a bad plan. Don't know this, but all these coffins in this room are a bit <laughs> ominous. <Jerry. laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, it's been a wild uh, uh, week. You guys have mm. uh, had some time to contemplate uh, the uh, futility of your existence and your short, short life, you know, lifespans here. Um, uh, and there were a lot of questions. You guys left, and I purposefully did that. You guys left wondering what was going to happen now that you were all dead. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, I also have lots and lots of comments, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I I wonder if people are going to comment about uh, about. I know. would assume we're going to get lots of comments <laughs> well, on that. I yeah. think that's more of an NMP. Not my problem. <laughs> my problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. So unless we would have beat down the walls, apparently, right? After was, 20 rounds of, trying. <laughs> of beating the know, crap I, out of something, I, I felt a wasn't little, enough. I don't know. You felt a little what? I, Use I, your words, Kulshaw. <laughs> yeah, I could have held my breath for 20 rounds. <laughs> yeah, right. The fact that you did that was impressive. Yeah. Um, so you got to watch all of us <laughs> die. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, Athletes float. Very, very well. Do they? Well, apparently they're, so. They're buoyant. Right, they're very buoyant. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, so last time, you guys you guys didn't make it out of that uh, small chamber that filled with water. And uh, you you passed, passed from this world. Um, Let's just point out how we passed from this world. Red Thorn. Red Thorn. Yes. Yeah. We were told that there was someone close in this that, that we couldn't trust i'm not happy about that at all where did the i where did ilo radar not go off not trusting someone that's that's what i'm saying you know right. i wish my last words had been i told you not to trust anybody but, yeah, but we were set up i mean he, he was from the very first yeah. episode yeah mm-hmm yeah yeah it's been a long time coming i'm, I'm really regretting my decisions day one like 
Well, it all makes now so much more sense now that we were like, no, don't go. No, I have to go. Yeah, yeah. He, he was going to go no matter what. Yeah. Uh, he would he would have followed you or something. But. And then I thought about it. Man, Redthorn didn't get attacked a whole lot during this whole <clears throat> adventure, you know? So for some reason, he was kept alive. Yeah, we never really had to heal him up or anything. No. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Well. We get a second chance at it. He's a He's survivor. Yeah. yeah. Slippery. Um, had um, 20 plus years to perfect his, you know. Well, you know, when you put it that way, respect. Yeah. Respect. I yeah. mean, that is a long con there. Yeah. Yeah. I- yeah, he's he's been working for the bad guys basically his most of his life at this point. For the bad guys. For the bad guys. Deep cover. Yeah, he's he has a whole backstory, you know, like um I don't know if we got into it in previous episodes like the the legend surrounding him was that his his farm was raided by, you know, orcs and his, you know, daughters were carried away and that's what why he organized a group and went into Drummondor to try to find his daughters and and a bunch of people got killed and you know so he he kept going back and that was kind of the story but the reality was he he uh, uh, killed his uh, wife uh, uh, and ended up selling his daughters into slavery to pay off some debts that he owed because the reason why he fled old home is because he owed a bunch of bad people money tried to hide out here uh if you remember he was Winchell Torvis you know uh invited Halder Traven to come down and you know take land and and so that the whole farming thing was not not his scene anyway so so he was just a huge piece of a dragon dung uh, yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very bad. But then uh, he ended up running into some people in Drummondor uh, when he led one of his forays there and got captured. Uh, they thought maybe he'd he'd be useful because he seemed like a slimy, you know, do anything um, sort of uh, person. And so he he's been working for them forever. And uh, like he said, he he's the one that. You know, told uh, told the Drummondor contacts about Kulshow's parents, where they were building this new uh, frontier um, city, and so it was raided by orcs, and Kulshow was carried away into slavery. So yeah. he's all bad. Yeah, don't prepare a monologue for him. He's not going to get to ever He's say not gonna it. <laughs> I, I figured there was a ton of backstory for him that I that I thought about, and uh, um, there was no way to to get it out there. Yeah, but, I mean, um, now it's too late because I would hope there's no listeners that really care too much about what his past was. Because I mean, yeah, we were doing good. Yeah, he killed us. I just wanted him to be like a really slimy. Oh. And I was hoping nobody would ever question him. Had to make him seem like well a good played, guy. Jerry. Yeah, yeah well, well played. played. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's he's all bad, all sorts of bad. Has been bad for a very long time. Anyway, is this water brackish or is it fresh? Or it's is, fresh. Oh, that's good. I mean, yeah, at least I'm gonna fill my lungs with some kind of water. At least to be fresh. Yeah. 
it's it's good. Clean water. Good. That that only works if you go first. Oh, oh, that's gross. Uh, that's so gross. That's, that's true. Too real. Too, Too real. real. Sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Prestigitation? Well, Does anybody have prestigitation? Well, I think my constitution is lowest, so I got to go first. So, <laughs> and mine would be, yeah, I'm like, no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, chipping away at the metal plate. <laughs> That's why we really died. He almost had it, and he was like, wow. <laughs> Oh, nasty. Oh. Uh, it's a septic tank. You say we died in a septic tank. Right? Oh, I didn't. Uh, You're all welcome. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, that will stick with us for a while. Um, but this was a possibility and a part of the story that was planned for. So... You guys ready to get started? Nothing to it but to do it. All yeah. right. So I'm curious. We're still carrying on. Nobody rolled any new characters except for Bjorn, who just likes I just to do make that. Characters, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the podcast continues. Uh, so your eyes flutter open, and you catch glimpses of stone walls. A strange indigo sky and voices, laughter, more crude mutterings and grunts as your body tumbles onto something hard. The movement causes you to cough uncontrollably and watery bile rises in your throat and spews out of your mouth like a miniature geyser. The coughing and retching continue until you once again fade into blackness. This time, a scream wrenches you from your dark refuge and you struggle to open your eyes again. You see a body, feet legs, chest, covered only by underclothes. It's your own. You fight to lift your head, but the effort makes your vision dance. Deep, ragged breaths, and you try again. You lift your head and realize that you are upright. The pain hits you then. Everything from wrist to shoulder burns, throbs, and aches. You manage to turn your head slightly to one side, and you see your arm rising up above you. You follow it as far as you can until you see the unyielding metal bands biting into your wrists. Your head swivels back to center, and you see something come into focus, some fifteen yards ahead. A large, flat stone stands upright, half buried in the hard ground. On it is a body, or what's left of one. Humanoid, but red in color. Bright, glistening red. It takes you a moment to realize it's blood, but the dark streaks running down the stone leave no doubt. You stare at the poor soul's hands and see the glint of steel manacles surrounding the wrists. A chain leads up and is looped through a hole near the top of the stone. Sudden movement catches your eye as something small scampers near the base of the stone. A tiny, evil-looking creature comes around the left side. It carries a, a large blade, serrated sickle, that drips with blood. It stops briefly to doff its crimson cap before eagerly using it to soak up fresh rivulets of the dark fluid that flows down the front of the stone. A sudden noise escapes from the body above and startles the wicked creature. It recovers quickly and cackles gleefully before placing the wet cap back upon its head. 
Another creature comes from the other side of the stone, and the two eye each other warily before suddenly exploding up the respective sides of the crude obelisk. Scrambling and scraping, they claw and grunt their way up to its rough surface. Both creatures pull out equally vile blades and begin to slice into the unfortunate victim's flesh. A low murmur builds slowly into a gurgling scream as the bloody figure shakes and shivers from unbearable agony. The creatures finish their work and shimmy down the stone with a quickness to match their ascent. They hop and quiver excitedly as more blood begins to stream down the stone. The flayed creature's head lolls from side to side as its, as its screams return to mere whimpers. Suddenly, you see white flashes appear on its face, and it takes you a moment to realize the miserable wretch has opened its eyes and is staring at you. You hear a low, phlegmy sound as the figure tries to speak. A wet, rattling cough is followed by moments of utter silence before you see lips move again, and it seems as if you can almost see the words floating weakly on the wind before they reach your ears and shatter your soul. Luggy's unmistakable voice reaches out and implores you, Help me. Come on, Jared. <laughs> wow. So, oh, good morning. Got, yeah, yeah, good morning. It got dark in here. <laughs> so, we're, there are prices to be paid. I guess. We're up against a wall, chained to a wall. Um,. I'm going to put it on your map. There's okay. actually... Uh, Disturbing and good. You'll get to see this firsthand, I guess. I'm so happy. <laughs> You're so happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so excited. There's some, there's some sadness over here. Oh. Yeah, Aww. that's horrible. Uh, down to your right. There you go. Yeah, oh, just, we're outside. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yep. You're outside of the fortress. Um. So, Yeah. You see a, a circle of these, you know, standing stones, um, and you are all strapped to one of them. And across from you, you see this uh, flayed body of luggy hanging from the. Are we in our gear? Are we naked? What's going on? Underclothes. That's Underclothes. all you have. Yeah. So naked. <clears throat> My Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Call <laughs> show got no underclothes. Uh, My underoos. No, no. I, I under I've yep. got a pair of drawers. That's where I kept the coin for a long time. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, what is this? Um, <clears throat> I look up at the sky. Um, it seems to be darker uh, than it was before, but still kind of, you know, strange light. Is our hair still wet? Uh, your hair is not wet. Some time has passed. So that I'm guessing that counts as a long rest then. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how restful that was. Um, that was the true rest. <laughs> the true rest. In italics. Uh, so your eternal rest. I mean, I'll scan around. I mean, do I see the others? Uh yeah, as you as you look around and and start to gather your your wits, um, you do see the other stones are occupied by your your uh, traveling companions. Um, they look unharmed, and from what you can tell, you are also unharmed. 
uh, besides far. being chained to a rock. Yeah, besides being chained to this stone. And drowned. And, but no sign of like our stuff. Uh, no sign of your stuff. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, um, and I swear the manacles, how are they attached? Are they both separate? Uh, it appears to be some kind of, uh, it's a relatively simple mechanism. There's like a iron pin that uh, has been pounded into shape and, and keeps keeps them on your wrist, um, keeps them closed around your wrist. But they're attached to the rock? Uh, yes, there's a chain attached to the manacles. The chain runs up to the rock and there's actually like a hole in at the top of each each of these obelisks that the chain runs through okay but it's just it's a single chain uh yeah and the my uh the feet or no there's two chains that come up and run through the yeah one for each arm okay so they're they're separate they're not on the same chain yeah So can can I identify what these creatures are in front of us that are torturing Luggy? Uh, yeah, roll roll for it. <clears throat> you are our Fey expert. Oh, that's a very good roll. What am I rolling? Um, what would it be? Um, knowledge, history, or I don't know if that'd be nature or not. Nature, perhaps. Yeah. So that's twenty-one. <clears throat> 21. Uh, yeah. So you've heard tales about these creatures. They seem to um, always be around when uh, there's a lot of suffering and uh, blood to be spilt. They're uh, very wicked, uh, very aggressive, and you uh, know them as red caps from the obvious bloody red cap that they both seem to be wearing. Do I know any other information about them? Um, you know that um, they love live for bloodshed totally crazy for it can't get enough of it Okay. Weaknesses. Yes. Special abilities. Uh, their <clears throat> vulnerabilities, immunities, resistances, <laughs> <laughs> AC hit points. Um, you, yeah, that's all you know. I'm going to try to telepathically, like, is Kosho like Kosho? Um, In, into his, and nothing, nothing mm. happens. What? Nothing happens. Yeah, it's like. like Does it feel like a barrier or I just don't have that power? You just don't have that power for some reason. So. Okay. Um, I I pull on the chains and just kind of test for any weaknesses. All right. Are you like investigating the chains? Yeah, you know, just pull them taut, kind of stretch my muscles, kind of try to work out any kinks. All right. Uh, why don't you uh, roll investigation? Okay. Uh, six. Um, so 
you can't really spot any any weaknesses. Uh, they appear to be well made. Uh, you know, obviously a bit uh, a bit weathered um, if they've you know been out in the in the elements. Um, but they're very thick, very strong. Um, it would take uh, quite a bit of effort to try to bust free from the manacles. Um, you know, if you could get some kind of tool or something to start working away at this pin, um, but that appears to be, you know, kind of hammered into place. So it's... Uh, oh, I'm thinking about where it's hammered into the stone. Uh, it actually runs through the stone. It goes through in each hole. Yeah. Cool. Fastened <clears throat> somewhere in the back that you can't see. So it's not one continuous... Right. Chain. Yeah, two it's chains. two chains through a hole attached in the back, as best we can tell. Yep. And you were kind of up there with your arms up above your head, hanging from your wrists. Can I move my fingers? Um, it's difficult um, because of, you know, the blood loss and they're kind of, you know, you've been in this position for some unknown period of time. But yes, you can with some effort, move your fingers. All right, well, I'm going to try and get blood flow back in my fingers and work on that. All right. Exercise. Yeah, I would look over at Thora and like, hey, can you magic? Uh, that is a good question. Do I do I sense my connection? Um, not really. Something strange. <clears throat> It's going on. And my manacles are child size or? <clears throat> <laughs> yes, they've been adjusted oh, for your like, child size wrists. Of course. They just can't be too big for me. <laughs> uh, they obviously knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and this, this is. Uh... And I can't feel my connection to the magic either. Not really. Okay. No. You guys appear to be bereft of magic or other connections. Jerry's being really sadistic lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah no I kidding. love it. I love it. It's like we made it the year. Let's just. It's gonna take more than donuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm going to uh, focus on the suffering of Luggy <clears throat> and uh, attempt to really get myself angry. Just to start working up. Okay. Can you rage? That's a question. Well, I mean, that's not a magical effect. Right. Yeah. I'm always angry. <laughs> uh, as you uh, watch Luggy and, and you try to, you know, uh, build up the uh, the, the rage in, inside your soul, um, you see his head kind of dip once, twice, and then finally falls to the side and his body, like all the tension seems to go out of it. And you realize that he is dead. Well, that should do it. <laughs> so I'm based on the way I'm envisioning this, I want to try to like pull the chains taut so I can get leverage. Okay. And throw my legs kind of like, like over my head so that I'm <laughs> basically I'm really acrobatic. So what I want to do basically is 
using them kind of like as a trapeze, sort of get it where I can put my feet against the rock. So I'm sort of crouching. Flip yourself over. Flip myself behind. over and behind, yeah. you know, using the chains as leverage so that I can basically be crouched with my feet. So I'm kind of doing a press because that would be the most possible. Uh, <laughs> It's, I'm not gonna. I can't demonstrate. I, I envision what you're Yeah, come on now. Why don't you stand up and show us? Show us. So basically, yeah. So my feet would be against the rock, and then my 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 wrists would then be kind of down by my ankles. Mm-hmm. So you're pulling your weight up, <clears throat> right? Uh, using the strength in your arms and shoulders mm-hmm. that are incredibly sore, mm-hmm. um, and. You're going to try to push off with your legs at the same time and shimmy up the stone? Not shimmy. Kind of like, uh, almost like a flip. Like All a right. backwards somersault. Backwards, backwards somersault, somersault so I can get so my he's feet behind against the rock. Him. Sort of reverse jackknife <laughs> to get his legs up <laughs> or there. Or on top of it. Yeah, just so I make it silly because my plan is then to using my legs to push on the rock and pull on the chains. Okay. That way I can use my entire body. So what do you want to use for, for that? Uh, I'm going to get an acrobatics roll to do that. All right. Go for it. Athletics. Uh, well, actually athletics. Yeah, not acrobatics. And that would be a 24. That's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> so you do manage to swing yourself, uh, your body away from the stone uh, and pull yourself up. You get your legs above your head, um, and you can almost see, uh, you can definitely see where the chains uh, now go up through the the hole in the stone, but there's a good four or five feet above where your toes are now um, of stone before it gets to that hole. No, that's fine. I'm, I mean, my plan is to try to break them. Okay. Um, so does... I, I, I... I, I couldn't imagine how I could like pick the lock or anything. Yeah. Um, does not work. But you do make some impressive scrapes on the on the stone and the the chains you can now see as you're swing up there that um, the they are a little more weathered than than you initially realized in your previous investigation. So maybe you'll some more effort. Well, I mean, but my my plan is to get into position and then grab them and then rage and then just try to strain against them. Okay. Go for it. So I can use my whole body. So you are in position. Okay. Then I will just stare at those horrible creatures, which I don't know what they're doing right now, but... um, Licking the blood. Licking the blood. Yeah. And I'm going to summon up every last bit of rage I have. Conveniently, Colshaw is still well-oiled. <laughs> Slippery, always, yeah. always, always oily. well oiled. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Glistening when he <clears throat> flexes, very <clears throat> Arnold Schwarzenegger of him. Yeah, the the creatures are looking at at you now with all of your. Uh, I I will just focus on them exertions. Yeah. So, for just, do you actually add the strength saving throw or just your strength bonus? Or for what? For a strength check, it's like a break. To you break. just add your modifier. So just your three. Well, that'd be, I have an 18 strength, so it'd be four. Your mod, yeah, oh yeah, yeah well, four. Oh, it's just, that's neat enough. To oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you're right, it's four. Yeah, it's 
part of it now. Okay, anyway, all right. So then I will rage. Rage. And that will be a 20 on my first roll. All right. Um, so you hear uh, metal um, kind of, you know, some slight clanking, you know, some straining um, against something in the back. You can hear something kind of click and snap, um, but you're still still tethered, um, but maybe did something in the back somehow that you can't see. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't see what else, well, what else anybody else can do. So do it again. Do it again. I'm just going to keep like... I'm just pulling on it <laughs> until something happens or my arms dislocate. Okay. Uh, breathe. Breathe, cool show. <laughs> it's all about the breathing. Lift with your legs, not your back. Um, <laughs> my sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's straining away, uh, the rest of you hear a noise from uh, nearby brush. Um, uh, it turns out to be a clatter of hooves. And you see Ajax, uh, the boy, emerge into the circle of stones. Um, He warily glances at the two red caps who are now staring uh, raptly at uh, Kulsho's exertion on the stone. Um, And followed closely behind Ajax is a beautiful woman with auburn hair uh, who... Uh, Thora immediately recognizes as her patron, Fianola, right? Yes. Uh, Ajax quickly exclaims, here they are, still alive. And he says, I believe you know her. And he looks at you, Thora. Um, But this, this is the one with the blade. And he hops over and stands beneath your stone, Aleron. Fianola looks thoughtful for a moment uh, smiles briefly at Thora and then turns to leave uh, Ajax bleats uh, kind of angrily um, and then clatters after her without glancing back I'm just gonna start crying um. don't cry <laughs> Thora because once Thora starts crying I'm gonna start I'm gonna crying cry. yeah. And then you're all crying. It's all just a blubbering mess. Uh, and that'll just make me angrier. No tissue. Uh, so I'll call out after them, though. <coughs> Finola, Ajax. Please, please. Um, <clears throat> so let me just recap all the cruelties you have inflicted upon <laughs> us just today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there are penalties, so... You guys are paying them right oh now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so as Kul Show strains against his his chains, uh, the red caps um, uh, kind of scatter over to uh, uh, stand beneath his stone. Do um, have to roll again? <laughs> they start clomping around, you know, laughing, looking at each other, you know, eyeing you kind of hungrily um and you can hear them now sharpening their sickles on the the rocky slab below you so i will try and 
and I will try and access my power and cast suggestion on one of them. Does not work. Well, then I am still going to be talking to them as if I am casting suggestion on them. Okay. Uh, so they they glance at you. Um, the one closest to you uh, pauses for a moment to, you know, kind of, you know, evaluate and see what you're doing. Um, the other one is too fixated on Cull Show as he's, you know, sweatily straining against the chains and, and uh, making uh, quite a ruckus. But some time passes and the creatures are uh, starting to uh, lick their lips as they I call show and I'm going to make him roll again. <sighs> pull, call show, pull. I mean, I can only get so high on a strength check. That's a 19. 19. Okay, so you do feel a, a, a pop um, as you pull, make one uh, huge effort and it feels like something has kind of snapped or broken loose in the back and you actually gain um you know another inch or two of slack in your chain um so the creatures they are starting to climb up your stone as you pull and pull but they get part way up um and another noise can be heard uh, more hooves this time, uh, but more than just Ajax. Uh, you see a large white unicorn with feathery wings clatter into the circle of stones. The creature snorts angrily at the redcaps and stomps on the stony earth. The redcaps shout and screech at the beast, um, but they... Uh, you can hear their heavy footfalls as they hit the ground and, and scatter. Um, moments later, a handsome humanoid creature with pale skin and platinum hair walks past the unicorn and pats the creature gently on the neck, which seems to calm it down. A woman follows after him, even more beautiful than he is handsome, with raven hair, dark skin dappled with gold, and fierce, glittering eyes. She is followed by Fianola, who now looks rather ordinary in comparison. The fair-skinned man inspects all of you before um, you hear Fianola say, That is the one that has your blade, my lord, pointing at Aleron. He may still be bound to it. He, he then turns his gaze to you, Aleron, and you hear his sing-song voice uh, firmly command you, Summon the Oathblade, child, if you can. I'll close my eyes and call to the blade. All right. Um, suddenly... That strange black blade that you took from the <clears throat> temple uh, um, of the heralds back mm -hmm. way back in Arguin's past appears in one of your manacled hands. Okay, I will 
flip it around so I'm holding the blade and hold pommel out to the figure. Oh, so like you're going to give it to him? Yes. Okay. So he says, now drop it, child, drop it. I'll drop it at my feet. Okay. Uh, so the pale man, uh, pale figure takes the blade uh, turns it over in his hands before quickly slicing it across his bare arm, revealing a dark, almost purplish blood. The blade glows green, and the pale man smiles and turns to his beautiful companion, and she nods briefly at him. Um, and the man then places the blade on the ground and pats the unicorn on this flank, and the unicorn stomps on it, breaking it in two. A strong wind blows through the stones, and the fair-skinned man ex looks up excitedly and says, The pact is broken! We are free again! He'll smile up at the raven-haired woman, but she remains, you know, somewhat perturbed. You see Fianola step up and whisper to the man, but he is too giddy to hear her. Uh, he grabs the dark woman's hand, and they turn to leave. You hear Fianola say, my lady, please. And the raven-haired woman turns slowly at the edge of the circle and replies, Do what you must, child, but we have work to do. She'll smile at Ajax. Uh, Fianola smiles at Ajax, and the two of them uh, run behind uh, your stone, Thora, and you feel something give way, and you are slowly lowered to the ground. Oh. Well, then I am... And are my hands released? Uh, yes. So Ajax and Fianola free Thora. Um, the, uh, you know, she can help free the rest of you. Um, Ajax and Fianola help with that. Um, the um, other two fae... Uh, the beautiful woman and the handsome man, uh, they have left. Uh, the unicorn is still there. It's my new mount. <laughs> it's Bjorn's new mount. It's a little big Rainbow tree, sprinkles. <laughs> oh, I'll my figure gosh. it out. <laughs> uh, so uh, eventually you're all lowered to the ground. I don't think you're ground. pure. Are you, Bjorn? <laughs> <clears throat> no. He's ever since he started talking to Ilo about talking about Ilo all the time. You, you, you do know that uh, Ilo expects celibacy. I don't know if I said that to you. <laughs> I'm going to gather up some of these chains. Okay. So Cull shows gathering chains. Uh, when Aileron is lowered to the ground, um, the unicorn uh, walks up and starts to kind of See? sniff you. See, he knows I'm pure. Mm. Oh my goodness. He said sniffs you. Sniffs we didn't get past that. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly the unicorn speaks. I know this one, I do. He was once the wailing babe that I found and delivered to mother. Well, child, you've grown and returned to the place of your birth and somehow saved us this time. I sense my mother's hand in this, but I appreciate the help. Next time you speak to her, cleric, tell her Ektion sends his love. And then he turns and laughs and uh, clatters out of the circle of stones and disappears. So is Fignola still there? 
Uh, yes. <coughs> so, Fignola, thank you. Thank you for helping and freeing us. What has just happened? Um, she tells you, uh, this is, I don't want to get into too long of a story, but um, so when they were battling Eldzik, uh, Eldzik took Oberon prisoner, and mm. that was the handsome man that you saw. Sure. Um, uh, and uh, basically took him into the material plane uh, and uh, forced him to swear an oath in exchange for his freedom. And they were bound by this blade of his, uh, which was like a fey oath blade. And uh, basically the fey were, you know, kind of supposed to do whatever Eldzik told them to do. Uh, and so he has made lots of demands. And uh, this is this was part of it. And now that the blade, when they realized the blade was no longer his um, and that they could potentially access it uh ajax told them they came had you summon the blade because it was still bound to you um and uh destroyed it breaking the pact freeing the fae to do whatever the fae want to do now and uh um so they're no longer bound to eldzik so where's your sister Uh, she says she's still in the fortress, as far as I can tell. Hmm. Where is this place? We're outside. If you turn around and look up the hill, you will see the path leads to the fortress, to a smaller gate. <sighs> oh, yeah, let's go back. <laughs> We're going back. Round right. two. I'm just still speechless at the unicorn new Aleron. Yeah, yeah. That is a very. I'm a bit confused myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your mother? You do not know your mother. I thought he said his mother. He did say his mother. Oh, his mother. And Who? I definitely don't know his mom. Oh, you definitely do. Oh, wow. <gasps> your background is so much more interesting now that I'm, you know unicorns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook friend. <laughs> I went from unicorns to goth. I don't know what. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. And a group of unicorns is called a blessing. Oh. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Factoid. Yeah. Courtesy Bjorn. Mm. Uh, yeah, he told you, uh, the unicorn told you to say hi to her next time you talk to her. So mm -hmm. I'm feeling a bit chilly. Do we know where our stuff is? <laughs> <laughs> you do not. Uh, Fianola also tells you that if you get out of the circle of stones that your, uh, um, powers and connection to her should return, Thora. Oh. Okay. Um. Good, good. Uh, she doesn't have any idea where your stuff is. Uh, she says that she will, if you need to return to the fortress for any reason, she encourages you to be careful. She'll try to keep the lesser fae away from you as much as she can, but some of them are very out of control at this point. Hmm. Um, so she just wants you to be very careful. 
Well, so did you have GPS on that sword? Nah. <laughs> some kind of bond? That Low you yeah, some sort of, yeah. I, you know, we never figured out what its other magical powers are. Yeah. So Put I'm, your hand out and try I'm to going it. to go and um, lower Luggy's remains to the ground. Oh, so you lower Luggy's uh, brutalized body to the ground um, and uh, slowly slides down in a heap at the base of the stone leaving trail of blood. He did not deserve that. I cry for Luggy. Yeah. Looks somehow uh, like you realize just how small and young and frail he was seeing him in this in this state. Um, and, you know, that probably fuels some of uh, Kulsho's rage fires for a while. Yes. Thinking about how Redthorn betrayed him. I will make a thousand of them pay for his life. Nice. So I I ask Ajax and Fignola if there's anything that we can do to, you know, place his body somewhere and, you know, respectful. Uh, yeah. Um, Fignola looks to Ajax and... Um, How long has it been since... He passed. How long has this whole process taken? Oh, yeah. uh, three days. No, since he just. Since he died. Oh, since he died. Breathed his last breath. Um, I would say probably hour. No, so he's straining at the stones. Two hours, maybe. Two hours. That's a long time. Yeah. Two hours since we we've been on the chains. Well, yeah, since Kulsho noticed that he passed away okay. and then started doing his acrobatics and all of this other stuff happened. That would have been well, so I fun can't. to use that spell. I know. <laughs> that was the... I have one spell slot left and that would be able to do it. No, long rest. You have all spell slots. <clears throat> yeah, but it's past time. Yeah, I don't even know what spell you were thinking of using. Bringing them back. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he would be in lots of pain. Okay, but they can Ajax will Yes. He will take care of it. Thank you. I I miss you, Ajax. Uh he misses you too. Oh, okay. He comes up and gives you a hug. Okay. I guess we're not going to be eating you now. Hi <laughs> kid. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. It's a reassurance. Well, you're not going to get eaten anymore. Uh, I'm going to go goodness. around the bushes around some and try to find our stuff. All right. So <laughs> I think it's around here. Yeah, it's got to be here somewhere. Just I, in I a nice know, pile. Man. They folded it all. Probably pressed it. Yeah. It's all cleaned. cleaned it. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fianola has to, you know, beg uh, forgiveness because uh, she and Ajax are needed. Um, and uh, in the fortress and in the fortress in the fortress um well why don't we go together uh she's just gone thank you pretty fey lady thank you fey lady she tells you to make your escape as quickly as you can so do did we actually get a long rest or uh yeah okay 
Yep, you did. You've been out for three days. I'm very hungry. <laughs> Pondering the void. Um, I will try concentrating on the sword. I don't know. Um, have you stepped outside of the... Yes, yes. we step outside yeah, of the circle. Are, okay. Yeah. Um, Dark Star, where are you? Come to me. Um, so nothing happens. Mm. Uh. Nothing happens. And if Bjorn were to try to communicate, <clears throat> he still can't. Even outside the circle. Even outside the circle. Well, I suggest we start moving up towards the fortress, see if any of our powers come back. Can I feel the magic now, at least? Uh, you can. And I I can as well. Yep. Okay. And me? Uh, y- magic? Yeah, I'm a... Yeah. Talking magic in our heads. Mm-hmm. Not that, but Not that. I mean, I've got other magic. But the incessant chatter in our heads has stopped? <laughs> yes, it has stopped. <gasps> Darn. <laughs> Um, my sacrifice. You don't even your re- win. You don't even realize you're broadcasting all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna. Think, I imagine you oh, guys look at this. all drowning, and there's like it's all in your head. You know. Um, take a nice long piece of chain fresh. as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that called? I'm gonna take a nice long piece of chain as a weapon. All right. Ooh, so yeah. Got a room. piece of chain as an improvised weapon. Um, the oath blade is it. How is it broken? Shattered. Shattered, okay. Yeah. Shattered. Well, um, I would imagine I'm just going to run around in my underoos and try to find something, I guess. Okay. Otherwise. Uh, there are, you know, some sticks and stuff around if you wanted to, you know, grab one. I'll grab a stick. Make a club. Yeah. Um, you also uh, seem to be less charismatic. Ouch. So you lost one charisma. But now that you're down from the stone and your mm-hmm. arms and stuff are, you know, starting to loosen up again, you feel like you, you know, lots of vitality flowing through your body. And you gain one con. Okay. Okay. Just him or all of us? Just him. Hmm. There's weird stuff going on in this episode. <laughs> All right, well... Um, it was the sacrifice of being too powerful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too charismatic. Well, <laughs> he just wanted the incessant chattering to stop as well. <laughs> uh, so what it wasn't it, all bad, is right? Is tied to it? Does hmm? your charisma affect your... Uh, it, it, as a ranger, some of my ranger spells, but not a whole lot. Not know. as telepathy. No. That's uh, a racial thing. Yeah, that's mm. racial. Yeah. Right. So uh, you can see the fortress off in the distance, um, kind of to your north, I believe. And um, seems to be smoke rising from the walls. Hopefully there's chaos going on there and we can slip in and we still have to figure out how to get through to find my sister. Right. So uh, can we tell, I mean, any which way, which based on looking at the fortress, um, where are we in relation to where we came into this place where the bridge was? 
where the bridge was. Yeah. Um, on the backside, on the side. Yeah, you're kind of uh, on the backside of where the bridge would be um, from what you can tell. The position of the tower and everything, you're kind of off to the side of the tower uh, coming in. Um, and there was a, a sally port, like a small entrance somewhere nearby? Yeah, a smaller okay. gate. And there's do, a path that leads up to it. I didn't lose any of my stunningly good looks. <laughs> no. That's not what you mean by charisma. They didn't shave your sideburns, no. <sighs> okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> and in fact, I didn't know you were so cut, man. Like, props. Well, you know. <laughs> so, you guys... Uh... Y'all have never seen any of my pasty, pasty skin, so... <laughs> this is all, all lovely. Uh, we don't need a light source right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, we left all the... Uh... The, the bodies and their gear at the base uh, where I first encountered the people. Yeah. Oh, you're you're much closer to the fortress, uh, so you'd be many hours away from. Do we have invisibility then? Someone. So just... I no, cannot I have that as a spell. I can't cast invisibility without what my oh. focus item. Yeah. Because it requires a material. Focus component and I don't have a focus item so mm -hmm. I don't even have my holy symbol around my neck anymore do I uh, you actually do sweet no one took your chain what is Ilo's holy symbol uh, it is a cloak with a dagger in it oh. cloak and dagger mm -hmm. alright so what are you guys doing well this is going to make uh, fighting anybody tricky wondering if there's some kind of outlet. There was drains. Remember the drains that were in the bottom of that? I'm wondering, so there has to be some kind of drainage system perhaps we can get through. While you guys are pondering this, you hear screams and shouts coming from the fortress. Okay. Well, I suggest we make our way up, trying to stay undercover as much as possible. I agree. Make our way to the gate and try to assess the lay of the land once we get there. All right, let's move. Let's move. Move out. So we would go up and yep. around. Good. Sorry. <laughs> Sensitivity on this thing. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have a mouse pad either, so. Yeah. That's a little bit more. So as you guys move on, uh, you hear clomp, clomp, clomp. Um some rustling in the bushes I'm nearby, and those red caps are back. They jump out from behind a bush, and they start looking at you, eyeing you, sizing you up. And I'll turn and look them square in the eye and say, if it's blood you want, we can lead you to many bodies. Uh, they just kind of laugh and like, it's your blood we want. Then come and take it. All well, right. You well. can have three and a half bodies or you can have dozens. We'll get all the bodies we want soon. So are the red caps considered humanoid? Uh, fey, yeah. What are they? They are small fey. That does not answer my question. Yeah. 
but they are no, they're, they're not. So okay. as a classification, then no. All right. Well then, uh, yeah. Let's roll Let's initiative. Go. All right. See how you guys fight without any uh, any oh. of your fancy weapons. Well, that's a waste. I, I got I rolled a twenty on initiative, so that's a twenty-one. Alrighty. Did not want to waste my twenty that way. <laughs> uh, no, it's a good omen. We're gonna have lots of twenties. Okay. Mm. Well, the fact that I rolled a three, then what does that mean? Uh, you're no good with the chain. Um, and they got a... Thora. You got a twenty-one. Correct. Alaron. 17. 17. Bjorn. 19. 19. Kulsho. 7. 7. All right. And so how you guys see yourselves now, that's pretty much how it's mm-hmm. how it's Perfect. happening. All right. These two little red caps are, you know, waving their little sickles in front of you. And Thora. So I, I am going to um, Eldritch Blast the... The closest one to me. All right. And tell it, be gone. That is a 20. Uh, that definitely hits. Oh, good. Um, sorry, hold on. That is a 13 to damage. Uh, nice. And then I will do it again. And that is an 18 to hit. Uh, that is also a hit. And that is 10 damage. 10 damage. So you blast this thing and its little body goes flying back into his uh, companion here um, who kind of has to prop him up because he seems quite rattled by your attacks. Um, but his friend pushes him forward and uh, seems to re- recover a bit. And he jumps forward, and he's going to um, attack our friend Bjorn. And, wow. So that is a uh, 19 on the first one. <laughs> and they don't have armor on. Yeah. What do you mean? Misses on the second one. And then a 15 on the third. Three. Uh that would, those would hit, yeah, because 15 is my AC. Okay. So two hits, and that is going to do a whole uh, 17 damage to friend Bjorn. It's a little friend. sickle slices through you. Um, and you have, yeah, nothing to protect yourself. You can see the red lines across your legs where they lashed out at you. Oh, so they're shorter than me? Uh, yeah. That's good. Uh, the other one is going to move up and also attack you. Seem like the easiest prey right now. Uh, <laughs> that is a hit. Wow. Another hit and another hit. And I'm going to roll some dice here. Uh, and I don't know what you did to him, Bjorn. 28 damage. He looks tasty. So Bjorn is pretty hurt. You see these creatures leap up at him and start 
hacking away with their little sickles, and Bjorn doesn't have any armor, no protection, no weapon other than the stick that he grabbed, and uh, seems to be losing this fight quickly. Alaron, you're up. Did I oh, not get Bjorn, a turn yeah. to then? <laughs> that is another... Why don't you do a yeah. constitution saving throw, wise guy? So you... Do a constitution saving okay. throw. Uh, that is a, um, 22. That's all I got. I just try to cast a poison spray. Oh, okay. Because I have spells, you know. Oh, I have to roll for both of them though. Right? Or is it a spray? It's just a spray. <laughs> so I'm going to use them in my bonus action to disengage. All right. And go 30 feet back. 30 feet back. Disengage is a bonus action. For me. Oh. Like a rogue. For me. <laughs> For me, it is. I'm sorry, 25. All right. Yeah, it's part of a rogue. Nice. Now, Alaron, you okay. see your friend Bjorn get sliced and diced, and he uh, tries to cast a spell and retreats. Well, uh, let me summon Ilo's dagger as a bonus action. Okay. Against the one close to high me. constitution. That's, I'm not worried about that. So 21 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. On the one that's already been hit? Yeah, Okay. I guess so. Uh, 10 points of damage for that. All right. And then I'm going to cast Shadow Guardians. That's my full action. Um... So swirling shadows jump up 15 feet around us. That'll catch the the closer one there as well. So he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, both of them do? No, just the closer one. Just the close one. Wisdom might be a little bit better. Uh, that is a 12. Nope. So we're looking at 17 points of damage there. 17 points of damage as these swirling shapes uh, whip around the small creature's body. When they finally move away, you see that it has fallen to the ground in a heap. Oh, it's still swirling. The shadows are going to go for a while now. Okay. Still swirling, but it is it is dead. Um. <clears throat> And how, how far do those go? 15 feet. All righty. Uh, let's see. I'm going to see if I can make that appear. There you go. Around me. Around you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oops, I moved him somehow magically. Well, he's dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The shadows threw his corpse. <laughs> Tornado. <laughs> They're like, we're Cyclone. through with this guy. <laughs> corpse NATO. Um, <laughs> Tull Show, you're up. You want, might want to trademark that. Um, <laughs> I'll step up into the left next. Oh, is he dead? Yep, just go yeah, on and step dead. forward. Yep. So, as far as using the chain, I was kind of looking up the improvised weapon rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give some examples of some D4 type weapons. I don't know if the chain would be more than that and can I use it in like two hands and swirl it uh swirl it yeah you know, like 
What are you thinking, like, like a whip? Or not like a whip. Like I'm just holding with two hands and just spinning it like a, yeah, you know, this big iron chain to smack them. Uh, it is a hefty bit of chain that you grabbed, and uh, it is... It's got the manacle on the end of it. I mean, come on. I would on. say 1d6 would be probably yeah. a close. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to get hit by a chain, so... No. Um, okay. You better uh, look out in the parking lot afterwards. Yeah, it might happen after people listen to the previous <laughs> episode. So. Okay. Uh, first attack is just going to be then a 13... Uh, that hits. Oh. Okay. And that'll be eight damage. All right. And the second attack will be uh, also better. 18. Okay. For five damage. Five damage. Nice. All right. So you manage to uh, whip this little creature with your length of chain a couple of times and uh, send it uh, reeling backwards. Uh, with each blow, and uh, seems pretty hurt after that. And Thora, we're back to you. Uh, so I will again tell the remaining red cap, be gone! There we go. Uh, that is a 19. Uh, definitely a hit. Okay. And that is 8 damage. Second one... Uh, that's definitely going to hit because that's a 26. All right. That's better. Ah, and that's uh, 14 damage. 14 damage. All right. So that is really going to take a chunk out of this creature. And you see it falls back, stumbles a little bit, um, and then it kind of shakes it off and looks at you and cackles and rattles its little sickle but it, i mean it's it's looks like it's barely hanging on um but it is going to lash out at the closest thing to it which is cull show okay and with that sickle and that is a 19 that is my ac uh that is a miss and that is a 24 mm. So two hits on you. He carves you, slices, and dices you. And he ends up doing a total of 19 damage. Are you raging, by the way? No. All right. So it does some damage to you, but you can tell, too. It's it's just hanging on. Uh, Bjorn, you're up. Okay, I got my little club. I'm going to come up and just angrily, just screaming at him, just coming right towards him. Yeah. Flank. I'm just going to, because he'll be dead by the time. I'll move after. <laughs> Swing away. And that is a 16, or um, sorry, a 17 to hit. Uh, that hits. See if you can do it. Let's see what a club does here. I think it's 1d6. You just called it a club, right? That I made? Yeah. My stick. Yep. Not a radiant club, right? <laughs> no. A club is d4. d4? Okay, thanks. Magical club. Three points of damage. 
three points of damage. So I it, have two attacks, though. So yeah, keep going. Staggers mm. it a bit. Okay, and that's probably not a hit. That's a ten. Uh, no, that is not a hit. So still and then I'm standing. going to make one more move back here, and that's the end of my turn. All right, Elrond, you're up. Okay, dagger will move up and attack it. Dagger moving up. And that would be uh, uh, twenty-one. Uh, definitely a hit. And that's 12 points of damage. And it drops to the ground as your shadowy blade slices <laughs> into it. I will let go of the shadow swirling around me then. Okay. So that disappears, and you guys have beat the two wicked little uh, red caps that took Luggy's life. And now what are you going to do? We're going to to search their bodies and take their little weapons and... (laughs) Okay. So you do get a couple of uh, small sickles. (laughs) Yorn? Yeah, well... (laughs) I would would like to take one of the sickles and remove their heads. Okay. Well, that was gory and unnecessary, but (laughs) it was entirely entirely necessary. are, Are you really better than a red cap at this point? Yeah, and then I'm yeah. gonna take their little hats and stamp them into the dirt. Okay. So do they do they have little cloaks by any chance? Uh, they don't have little cloaks. Little clothes, and the red caps, the sickles. Or in your set, they have iron boots. <laughs> no, I was trying. Are they? Oh, iron boots. That's right. Yeah. Are the sickle. Um, is it any special sickle? Uh, no. I mean, it, it looks terrifying uh, if a little bit a terrifying undersized um, but yeah I mean it's it's well used okay I'll take a sickle okay so you have a sickle yep um, and uh, they did not have anything else on them oh, I was hoping for a cloak or something but okay yeah, there are there are some clothes, nothing that would fit Iron you. Iron boots, huh? Iron boots. The boots they have uh, rather large feet. Uh, big iron boots. They slow them down. Uh, yeah, they actually have disadvantage on all dexterity checks. Oh, oh that's so funny. Wow, that was the. Yeah, I will pass on the iron boots. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to go clomp into the fortress? No, it's okay. Thank okay. you. So I would like to take a moment and see if I could take one of the take the little sickle and maybe one of his belts and attach it to the end of my chain to turn this into a flail. Uh yeah. I will I will let you if you work on that for a couple of rounds, sure. It's called a MacGyver roll. Yeah. Yeah. You are like an idiot savant of bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on his indeed. I'll <laughs> <laughs> like get that updated. Uh, okay. So you guys are continuing on to the f- We would like to. Okay. So um up about there. Oops. You can see where the path leads up through the walls. So we're gonna end. Well no offense. I'm gonna do a cure wounds on myself. Uh, okay, a, that's a good idea. You should do that. You're a little, little bloodied, a little scarred up. So we'll do that at second level. I mean, we're not all doing well. I guess Alaron's not hurt, huh? 
I'm not hurt. How bad are you? Oh. On, the, on the thing you are. Um, so what'd you get back? Oh. That would be uh, 19. Alrighty. Well, I guess a question then. Did we, mm-hmm. I mean, if it three days passed. We had a we, long rest. Did yeah. we, we had a long rest, yeah. 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 For sure. So it's not indicated on there, you're saying? Well, no, I was already. Thor and Kulsha still have damage, yeah. 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 There we go. Um, so she can heal me all the way up and then take 19 off. I, is that what I took, 19? I thought you took 17. 17? 15. Fair. I got 47. <laughs> Uh, okay. You have 47? But what do you have? You had a 19, I have you 67. at 67. Oh, um, so yeah. Um, maybe that's wrong, but. No. You're right. All right. So you guys approach this, this kind of sloping path that goes up into, uh, towards the wall of the fortress. Um. There's no actual gate here or it's open or? Uh, it's currently open. Um. at the front. Yep. And defenses are really, really lax around this joint, right? Well, they're not used to invaders, are they? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so as you approach, you start to hear the sounds of battle. You smell smoke. Uh, you hear shouts and screams, and it sounds like chaos reigns uh, beyond the walls. Uh, as you get your first look through the small gates, uh, you can see that inside chaos reigns. Strange creatures from beautiful nymphs to hideous hags swarm throughout the courtyard, and the screams of the disorganized soldiers drown out the shouts and of their desperate commanders. Fires rage in some of the shops, but the smell of blood can be dis- distinguished even through the smoke. Bodies, mostly human, lie haphazardly on the rocky ground. The fae in the grips of some sort of collective battle frenzy are quickly gaining the upper hand. The path before you is not clear. And that is where we will end for this week. Cool, cool. Yeah. So still alive. Yeah, still alive. Wow. A little bit under geared at the moment. I want to point out I'm still charismatic. Just not as charismatic. You know, if you have to, if you have to keep reassuring people of that, I tell people that all the time. Uh, I I guess all the way up to the path, up to the gate. I'm telling you this nonstop. He has to talk to you with your out loud voice now. Yeah, everybody hears. You're welcome. (laughs) Realize what a time saver it is just to shout it. Uh, So. That's where we'll stop for this week. I'm glad you guys are all back uh, and uh, look forward to next week. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.